grab a hot drink and turn up the volume. It's time for Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia. Once a month, Kyle heads over to Forteza Coffee for a chat with coffee aficionado Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Wake up! This is Kyle Hyman. I am here at Forteza Coffee with Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Very good. And campus ministry office over at the University of St. Francis in Fort Wayne. Right. And so you are a religious sister. Anybody that is uh, here in the coffee shop with us might be able to, to figure that out. Might, yeah. This double takes maybe, yeah. I thought it'd be good for us to talk about the concept of vocation. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought of vocation, and this might, maybe I made this up. Maybe this is a common thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Big V and little V. Like this idea of yes. a big V vocation being a lifelong calling mm-hmm. that doesn't change. If you're called to marriage, mm-hmm. you're in it for the long haul. If you're called to be a sister or right. a brother or a priest, that's a, a lifelong commitment. Mm-hmm. And the little V vocation being maybe it could be your occupation. It could be things that you volunteer to do, mm-hmm. the place that you live the hobbies that you have, yeah. whatever these things can still be a calling. Uh, do you know the Latin, like vocare? Vocare, yeah. Is it to oh, call? Yeah, very okay. good. Yeah, so, totally. So we can have like these callings that change. Yes. Right, whether it be I'm called to be a father. Mm-hmm. And then like we were talking about last month, yeah. that changes as your kids grow up <laughs> yeah. and what that might look like. Yeah. But also, I think our skills and our gifts change. You know, at yeah. one moment, we might have time to give. Mm-hmm. At one moment, we might have money to give. At one moment, we might have abilities. Like, we mm-hmm. have strength. We can go out and rake people's yards and yeah. things like that. We can give to the community in that way. And as we get older, maybe we have wisdom to mm-hmm. give. So, that small V vocation changes. Is this, is this am, I, am I onto something here? Oh, Is totally. this going to work? Oh, yeah. I think that's, I don't know if that's, like, the Catholic tradition Okay. verbatim but I think that's I think <laughs> okay. that's what it is um, yeah and I found that a lot like working in a college because so much emphasis can be put on like the job you're gonna get how much money you're gonna make are you gonna make support a family like all that the focus is so much there but some of our sisters have like experienced that where they've maybe gone through and achieved all of their career goals and they, mm. you know became that accountant got in the right firm passed their CPA whatever it was yeah um, and then when it's all over, it's all over. Yeah. And then what? You're waiting for retirement? Like, that sounds pretty lame uh-huh. for the next 20 years of your life. I find, like, sometimes we that focus gets put on, like, I need to figure out what I need to do with my life. Mm-hmm. But what you're really wanting is, yeah, what you're saying, the big V vocation. I, you actually want to give of yourself. Like, that's, uh, that's I love, like, Gaudi met Spez, like, man only knows himself and making a gift of himself. Yeah. And that can really only happen in that big V vocation. Because you have to give yourself to a person. Oh, okay. Like, whether that be Jesus mm-hmm. or another human being, like you have to give yourself. And a career is a way to like, yes, you can give of yourself, but it's not it. Like It's you not a complete gift. Right, right. It's a, a partial total. gift. Right. <laughs> yeah, you have to be total. And if it becomes a complete gift, then we see problems, obviously. Right. Yeah. Right. But even before that, I guess is, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're the chi- a child of the father first, even before you're able to make that gift of yourself, but yeah. And then 
like, yeah, your life is incomplete until you make a total free gift of yourself. So a minority of Catholics Mm -hmm. are going to be called to do work for the church. Yes. Either for Redeemer Radio, (laughs) for a parish, Mm -hmm. for the diocese, for some kind of Catholic institution. The majority of people are going to find their occupation in the secular world. Right. As, like you mentioned, an accountant, Mm -hmm. as a factory worker, as a construction worker, as a teacher, whatever. Right. How do we know? Maybe it's more obvious if you're called to be a youth minister. You're like, oh, this is a calling from God for me to serve the church in this way. How do you know if you're called to be a tax accountant that this is a calling for God and not just a job? Yeah. I think um, it has to, like, relate back to your primary vocation Mm -hmm. first because... Yeah, because you can spend a lot of time like, I have a gift, I have a talent for this, I enjoy helping people in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, like all those things can line up, but I think it's really only going to be fulfilling until like, it's yeah, it's relating back to like this is, because in the end of the day, like some things, life gets mundane. So like when it gets mundane, like if you're not doing it for like, I'm here for my family, I'm here for yeah, this person that's standing across from me. Yes, I'm like fulfilling this service for them, but like. I'm doing this for another person. So I don't know. Because even if we have like a gift and a talent, I find like you might not be able to stay in one place. Even if you chose to stay in one place for like 30 years, that might not happen for you. Right. You might have to move to some other job that you're not going to necessarily choose. So I don't know. So I guess, yeah, first starting with that, like understanding your own gifts and talents, mentoring relationships, I think are important. Mm-hmm. Um, so like listen is what other people think about you like who care about you yeah like hey have you ever noticed that you're really good at this you know I didn't notice things about myself until people said stuff like that to me but then realizing your gifts and talents aren't just like in this one cookie cutter job right so then when that job goes away oh my gifts and talents are out the window and I don't know who I am anymore hmm. yeah God can use you so what about the idea of success? Because I feel like whenever mm-hmm. you mention that sister who yeah. kind of jumps through all the hoops, does all the things that you're supposed to do, and this is what is the definition of success. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've met all my goals. Right. I am successful, but there's still a feeling of emptiness. Seems like I think we can fall in a trap of the false definition of success. Yes, totally. Um, so how would you define success? Oh, Career-wise. Career-wise. I know that's hard for me. I know I'm like, you're going to talk about careers and I don't really have one technically. So um, career-wise success is, well, I did take, when I took management uh, or business, so I studied business and I think the best definition that my professors gave me for a business was the most successful business is fulfilling people's needs the best. Mm. So if someone's seeing a need they're fulfilling it in the best way. That means the best way according to the other. Like you're thinking about the other person and fulfilling their need. Yeah. Um, whatever that might be. So I think that's success. Mm-hmm. Like if you're attuned to someone else, like it's always going to be outward and then you're fulfilling their need the best. And maybe if that need disappears, you know, like I'm not attached to like whatever I find interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about somebody else. That's where creativity can come because yeah, it has to change. I don't know. Yeah, because success can't be like, well, until I get this position or until I get this enough money for this kind of house or this kind of vacation spot. Like, success has to be, yeah, it has to transcend 
physical stuff. Um, I kind of getting at it. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. I, I kind of imagine, like, if we if we think of it as roads and destination, mm, yeah. right? If we have, if God has a plan for us, if He has mm-hmm. a path for us, He also has a, a destination. Yeah. And one, I, I, we'll never reach perfection, right? So maybe mm-hmm. we'll never reach the destination here on earth. Right. That's what happens in the afterlife, in eternity, is we reach our destination, what we were created for, what mm-hmm. our, our end destination. But our goal on earth is to be heading in the right direction. And if our definition of success is actually pulling us in the wrong direction, then sometimes it seems like a failure mm-hmm. could be the right thing. Amen. Like yeah. failing, if we're going the wrong direction, then if our car breaks down, we're at least yep. not making <laughs> backwards progress. Right. You know, like at, at least we're staying still and we can maybe reevaluate things to get yeah. headed in the right direction. Yeah. So I think like listening, like that the sister that I mentioned, like at least she was listening. Like you have to listen, like, am mm-hmm. I, am I really empty? Am I feeling empty? Am I not? Yeah. I should be happy according to all these things outside, right. but am I really and then that's like, listen to that. And then that's the Holy Spirit working, you know? And it's not to say like, yeah, there's plenty of, I'm sure like parents that are doing things that don't actually make them happy and they're, right. but they're making a living. Right. And they might see like, well, for right now, like I need to do this for my family. Like that's, that's not the ideal, but that's still like can be a success if that's, if you find enough meaning in the gift that you're making yeah you know yeah. Um, but yeah like you have to listen to what's going on like the lord's trying to talk to you well yeah, it, yeah just doing what god's calling us to doesn't mean there's not going to be sacrifices right <laughs> like being a parent doesn't mean i never have to do anything i don't want to do like there's I will plenty be fulfilled of filled all the time <laughs> there's plenty of things that i do yeah. because it's the mission god gave me not because it's something i want to do exactly. we make sacrifices yeah but uh yeah but to know i guess the why we're doing yeah. things I think that's a right question Can be to ask. helpful. What about, I guess, sometimes parents can be putting pressure on kids to do a certain thing, to become a certain person. And there's a, probably a variety of reasons. Yeah. But I wonder, do you see this working in campus ministry, parents saying like, you need to do this, like either an expectation, like yeah. to be a doctor or a lawyer or to have some kind of an income, or you need to be able to, to retire at a certain age or, right. or whatever, like this kind of, not allowing your kid to discern right. their calling, yeah. but instead kind of imposing your own expectations. Yeah. I haven't seen it so much of like that as specific, but it does, I hear more so like, you know, always that reminder of like, well, remember like, you know, is this going to get you, are you going to find a job in this when you graduate? Uh-huh. Are you going to be able to support yourself? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And like, Actually, the purpose of a university was never to set anyone up for a job. Like, that was never why a university started. Like, a university didn't start so that you could have a job. That's hmm. not why it started. It started so that you could become more human. I mean, it started, like, yeah, theology actually was... You couldn't even study theology until you studied, like, everything else. Huh. So to put that expectation... So I'm not, I'm not also, I'm not advocating that everyone needs four years of education before they even think about, like, supporting themselves. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, you have to be responsible, but there's a plan for like the specific person it's between them and God, what they need to do. And I think to also keep in mind, like we talked about this in vocation work, but like keep in mind that like 25 is kind of the new 18. So to put on your, your 18 year old kid that you need to start thinking about what's going to be 
a lucrative job that you're going to be happy about for the rest of your life is not a okay expectation. I mean, so for some kids that might happen. Yeah. That's great. But don't try not to like put that, you know, you need to like figure this out. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, we're constantly, I mean, how many majors does a, the average college student go through right, you yeah. know, before landing on one? But if you don't allow that exploration mm-hmm. and that discernment and the trying different things and, yeah. and looking into it, maybe doing internships and yeah, I think you could get locked into something because you, it's what you decided when you were 18 and then feel trapped because you got yeah. this four year degree. I've got to become an engineer now because that's what I started in. <laughs> right. And yeah. uh, I don't want to waste this education. Yeah. Whereas if there was room for exploration, room yeah. for questioning and trying mm-hmm. different things, you can find what God's calling you to yeah. instead of being trapped into something <laughs> that he's not calling you to. Right. I think the whole purpose is helpful to like a student should learn how to think, you know, how to be an integrated person. So if at the end of the four years, they might have a degree that they're not so sure about. They know who they are and yeah. they can like grapple with the things of the world and like be sure, like actually love people. Like, yeah. I think that would be pretty successful. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, this has been very helpful. Hopefully some young adults are being challenged, maybe some parents being challenged as well. And we want to thank you, sister, for joining us. And thank you to Forte's Coffee for inviting us to record here and to have some of their coffee. And uh, check it out. Downtown Fort Wayne. Great great little place. But thank you, sister. Appreciate it. Thank you. Wake up.